Okay, so uh, we're starting a little differently in that um, it's just going to be a one-on-one interview. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so basically what happened was uh, our guest has is wildly popular and has a lot of different Instagrams. And you yourself have said that sometimes you have to kind of take a break because of how many you have, just because it can get kind of addictive, right? Yes, literally today I had to go message you on Facebook like a grandma or something. <laughs> Which I still haven't seen it. Because <laughs> oh uh, I messaged you on your one, the, the, the Hellcat one. Um, to kind of set, and then I think you may have just been going over to your backup one because that's where you messaged me today. And it's okay, it's not a big deal. We're starting about an hour earlier, and Brian's not here, so uh, I think we're just telling him just to go ahead and just uh, do whatever show he was going to do tonight. But um, so, um, uh, Magda, that's your name? Yes. Okay. So, because again, you don't. Uh, I saw Magdalena. I think was one. Is that your full name? Yes, that's one of my one of my names. And you have <laughs> so many. many you, we were just joking around like before we started recording that you have a couple Instagram. So I was actually like, I'm not exactly sure what her name is. Yes. So <laughs> when I started camming, when I was 18, I was like going by this awful cam username. It was literally Harder Daddy Six Six Six. And I was like, this is terrible. I need a Wait, name. Wait, what was it? Don't make me say it again. It's so no. cringe. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Harder Daddy 666. Well, then you just said it again. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, 18-year-old me was like, yep, totally. So I signed up with that username on Chatterbait. And I was asked to do a radio interview. And the thought of them asking me what my username was and saying that on a radio interview just like... Yeah, I, I suck. Especially so. <laughs> if you start doing more, you're just like Jesus Christ. I yeah, thought, I didn't know that. I didn't know I was gonna have to say that so many times. Exactly. So you're like, like, I gotta switch this up. I need a name. I need a real name. And at the time, I was working at Adult Mart over on Berea, and it's like the sex shop. Yeah. No, I'll pretend I don't know which one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> pretend what? I've never been there. What? Oh my God, what they that? still have those. Okay. Do they so... still have the three for one deal? <laughs> I loved working there. That was a really fun job because um, I worked there like right when I turned 18 and then started camming. So I like had the hookup on toys and all this. But when I needed to pick a name, I walked around the store and was just looking around at DVDs. And I obviously, as a big fan of Sasha Gray, I kept gravitating towards her. And I thought, well... I kind of look like a distant relative of her. Maybe I could be Natasha You Gray. actually do kind of look like <laughs> Sasha. You do kind of look like Sasha Gray. Thank you. Yeah. I'm obsessed with her. So it kind of just like f- f- that name is what I first went with. But then I soon after I hated that too because Natasha isn't me. That's not my first name. So it was weird. I started to embrace my real, my real name because growing up nobody ever called me Magda. It was always Maggie. And that name is gut-wrenching to hear, especially with an Ohio accent, like, Maggie, Maggie. <laughs> so when I turned 18, I was like, I'm going to go by Magda. And then after doing porn all these years, I'm like, Natasha Gray, that's not really as pretty as, like, Magda. Why not Magdalena? <laughs> I like that name. It's a so, really cool uh, Perfect Circle song. Right? Yeah, I, I love that name, yeah. <laughs> I was just listening to that song the other day, actually. So my name's actually Magdalene, which is my mom's middle name, and it's like... So Jesus-y. And I tell people my name's Magdalena because it's, like, exotic and not so, like, oh, Hail Mary. It does kind of have a biblical, like, reference to it. Okay, so I I can see that. Yes. So, yeah, I just have a million fucking names. And now I honestly prefer to go by Hellcat because it sounds cooler. It does sound cool. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I'm just, like, 
I'm totally not like a Hellcat, but that's just. It's a good one though. It, it hits a lot of like if. Especially like when you talk about like broadening and trying to expand your audience, it hits a lot of different, I think, genres. I think you have goth. I think you have horror. I think you have just people who like cool fucking names. <laughs> um, obviously, the tattoos and then just girls. And I, that, that it's, it's a wide range. You, you hit a lot there. Thank That's you. a good one. And, or people that like cats. I don't know. That might hit them too. Yeah, people that like hell, people that like cats. Yes, there you go. Satanist. Yeah, there exactly. You, go. you got a wide range there. My I first... know. You have it uh, what, Where is right it? here on your right. Yes. My very first tattoo, um, I actually gave that to myself many moons ago. Did you ago. really? Yes. When I lived right around the corner, actually, it's terrible. <laughs> when I go to get pedicures, I'm like, don't look at that. That is not the worst homemade tattoo I've seen. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of yours, obviously, are well done. Thank you. Yes, slowly covering up all the years of sick and pokes. <laughs> oh, but that's okay. Well, let's. I, I want to talk about, so first... um. How do you describe like your profession? What would you say? So now when people ask me what I do, I say that I'm a tattoo model and cosmetic tattoo artist. Okay. Um, if I even slightly start to say, oh, I'm a retired cam girl or, oh, I do nude modeling, it starts to get a little weird the first time I'm like meeting somebody. Like, for example, now that I tattoo, a lot of my clients do not know that I'm like naked on the internet. And that's, I kind of like it like that. Like, some of my clients are like, oh, I'm a fan of yours, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's nice to kind of be like, oh, I'm a tattooer today. I have clothes on. I'm not a naked model. Like, I kind of get to it's have... It's like a superhero vibe. I live like a double yeah. life a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. The, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, we had a, a drag queen perform at Peach Fuzz. She's kind of in the same boat. Yes. Where we asked her, she, she, we were like, does anyone that you work with know? And she laughed. She's like, I don't think so. And that's... She's like, it's kind of cool. I don't think anyone knows what I do. So I go to work and, you know, she has this like super professional like marketing job. And she's like, it's cool going there and then leaving and doing what I do and then coming back to work. And I don't think anyone has any fucking clue the <laughs> wild, awesome time that I had, you know, dressing up and performing. That's so awesome. I, get, I understand that. I've heard that a couple of times from a couple of different guests. Exactly. Um, not that they're ashamed, but kind of like you said, sometimes I just don't want to be the cam girl. I don't want to be the model. I just want to be, you know, I just want to be the tattoo artist that's just sitting there kind of bullshitting with a client. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So how long have you been tattooing? So technically I did my first tattoo when I was 14 years old, but I only had access to stick and poke supplies. So I didn't pick up an actual tattoo machine until 2019. That's when I got certified in permanent makeup, and I opened my studio last August, so it's officially been Oh, so you have a studio already? Yes. Okay. Yes, down in Uniontown, Ohio. Oh, that's, and again, this kind of goes back to the uh, the multiple, ins I think I just got lost in all your Instagrams, because I do remember, because <laughs> I remember seeing Uniontown in one of them, so that, okay, I wasn't yes. sure if you worked it, but that's yours. Yes, that's mine, so Tattoos by Magda is also my extra name. You honestly, uh, you take up about thirty percent of the internet <laughs> with all of your Instagrams. That's good. That's good. I got to stay relevant somehow. No, you're doing it. That's good. You got a nice <laughs> little following on the Hellcat one. Thank you. I've had it deleted several times, so that kind of sucks. So we talked a little bit about that. So, it, 
I want I try to want to try to understand like that that full story. So it got to now you have close to eighty thousand followers on there. So yes. having that deleted is is a hit to your to your uh your your audience. I'd be pissed. Yes. Yeah, but it's not deleted because I saw it. It's still there. It's still there. Yes, I'm a lot more careful now. So back in the day when I was I think I was like nineteen, I hit. 100,000 followers and I was really excited and I did like a whole photo shoot with the balloons that said 100 and all that corny shit that like Instagram models do and literally the next week my Instagram got permanently deleted and I was like well there goes that whole photo shoot I just did there goes 100,000 people that like I amassed over the last year and it's taken a long time to grow that amass back. that back, yeah. Because I can't, I can't post the well, same well you, type of things. Well, also you can't. So if you have a hundred thousand or eighty, whatever that number is, ten thousand, who cares? Right. You. It, it's not like you have a mailing list of all those people that you can shoot up. Like, hey, here's my new account. They have to find. Like, they'll just search it. And I mean, I don't mean to downplay what you're doing. There's a lot of models on Instagram, and they just be like, oh, I can't find it. Fuck off to the next one. Yeah. So you have to. Th- th- that can be a hit. Because again, it's not like you can reach out to a mass message saying, "Hey, this was a mistake. Don't worry, I'm back. Here's my new account. Please follow me." Yeah, it's, I mean, it's happened to like people that I used to consider like internet friends. It's like, oh shit, this girl has disappeared for a year. Oh, finally found her new Instagram. Like, wish I would have yeah. known that. Like, people just get expunged from Instagram. And similar to you, White. they probably don't just use their name as on the last one. They're using a new name. Yes, So exactly. it may just be dumb luck that you stumble upon it and same for anyone that's still looking for yours. Hence now your backup account. Yes, exactly. And that's where... that I consider that one my burner account because it has like less followers so I don't mind posting my links on there. I don't mind posting more risque pictures. But I will not post anything that says OnlyFans. So, on my main account because I'm so paranoid. But wh- I, so I guess, what is there an actual rule? I don't know what it is. Believe it or not, people don't come to my page to <laughs> see this body. So, <laughs> like, is, is there like an actual rule for it? I, I don't because I've I've been to your page. I mean, there's there. Are, I guess technically there are nude photos, but like your back is turned, or I mean, I, you don't see anything. Yeah. I know you you are possibly nude in the photo, but you don't see nudity. Yeah, I try to stick to, like, lingerie pictures where, like, I'm still covered. Because even in lingerie, I'm scared that the picture will get reported. Because there's also just, like, shitty people out there that will just go and report you just to be a fucking asshole. So that's an extra thing. It's like... You know, I thought about this. I I did, because I I didn't know. I didn't know how competitive it could be with the... So, So, (laughs) like, maybe one of the other models, like, hey, Hellcat's posting this stuff and she's yeah. not like reporting you yeah this you think dumb 19 year old's posting a nude let's report her uh, you never know i mean it's whatever that's how the world works no big no that, that's again <laughs> and, and what's the the paper trail to get back to to find out if they actually did that or not i learned my lesson the hard way and when my instagram got deleted that is when i said i'm gonna start tattooing i'm gonna start a business that isn't gonna get deleted like that's ridiculous so it's kind of goofy to say that losing an Instagram actually inspired me to open a tattoo shop because that was always in the back of my mind, but that was well, <laughs> the order but you of know, events. But, so my, and I, that is, it, it's, it's an interesting take, but I think it's accurate because, so if you're having, because you, you had a lot of success early. You said you were 19 at 100,000 followers? I yeah, got very I'm, lucky. I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome for you. <laughs> but the, the, the flip side, when all that gets kind of yanked away from you, as it did... You know, you may have that kind of feeling like, oh, 
maybe I can't lean on this and I have to have another plan. And then your other plan turns out to be something that you always really wanted to do. And then you can kind of dabble in both. How long have you been open? Since, um, did you open during COVID? Okay. (laughs) So you opened kind of around COVID time. Yes. Well, good and bad, obviously. Well, no, I guess. Okay. Here's, I don't think actually maybe it would have been bad just because the guy that I go to right around that time when everything opened up, he said so many, he said he got like 300 messages in the same day. Wow. People are just like, I've been trying to get a tattoo for like six months, man. Yeah. And now it's opened up and he's like, he's like, I am, he's like, I have guys that have, he said he has guys that booked him for entire Friday afternoons for, for three straight months every Friday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's like, so what he, what he lost in you know, the, the, the revenue or time, he's like, I have tripled that. Like I'm having my best year ever and I'm only in May. I think yeah, last time I saw him was in May. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it can be beneficial. I feel like it, it's really sucks for the businesses that were open before COVID that didn't survive the whole lockdown. Yeah. But I feel like since, I mean, theoretically, if I would have opened and lockdown would have happened, I'd would have been screwed. I would have been like dipping into my OnlyFans money to try and pay a salon rent where I wouldn't even be working. So I could see like how a lot of people went under, but I'm really thankful that I started when things opened because yeah, it was like right away. It was really, really busy. And I think a lot of people were waiting for me to open too, just because like I've been kind of hyping it up on my modeling accounts and stuff. And I still get lots of guys that ask me, can you do my first tattoo? I'm like, I do lips and freckles and eyebrows honey like no i'm not gonna do a tattoo on you like no <laughs> and i do not want to be that close to you no yeah i wouldn't want to either if so i i just i wouldn't it's actually a nice segue into kind of what you do because what you do i I've, i will say some of the comments that i've read on your they are funny <laughs> Should but, we but, read some later? Because now yeah, I'm curious what you well, saw. Well, no, it, so it, it's funny in terms of like because I'll, I'll click on some of them, um, and then because there are some like say you have like 30 comments on a picture, and, and I've seen this a couple of times because you have a lot of photos, so there was a lot to go through. But the the best part about going through these, Tommy has this too. That, that that's why it's funny, I, and I, I'm sure it's for <laughs> anyone that does this. But it's it's usually like an older guy, like maybe like 50. He'll post something, and it'll it'll just be like perfection or something dumb like that and then you go down like seven or eight more comments and then he posts again like and he's and i'm I'm thinking of his thought process where he's like fuck that was stupid i I gotta come up with something better and then he posts again another comment same page and you can see his comments if like on like within each other Mm -hmm. and the other one just like so awesome super tight would love to see that and and then like Oh my God. Scroll down a little bit more. Like you probably, I, at this point, I assume you don't even look at it. But someone like me, it's hilarious yes. because it's always the same type of person, and you you can almost see where they're just like, oh, I could have done better with that comment. <laughs> and then they go back, and they're just like, I'm gonna try another one this time. I'm gonna be a little bit more forward. So you, obviously, you are women in general on the internet get this. You probably more than anyone else. Um, you got to get a lot of kind of goofy ass DMs requests. Um, yes. And this is why the restrict comment feature is awesome. I started utilizing that for these, these mm-hmm. goofy guys that make these comments. And what's great is they think they're commenting. Like their comment is there for them, but only mm-hmm. I can see it. And it says restricted. And I'll go click on it. So beautiful, you made my day. Like, this one guy will literally go on every single post and copy and paste the same long paragraph. 
you made my day. You're so beautiful. I love seeing you. Like, you have a great personality. Like, it gets really weird. I'm like, this is a picture of my ass. Why are you bringing up my personality? I don't know you, but thank you for the personality comment. I don't know. So, I have several Yeah, my people, ass is hilarious. Like, I'll go to check my comments, and it'll say restricted comment. And I'm like, oh, let's see what this is. And I click yeah. on it, and it's like this whole long thing. I'm like, that's why you're restricted. But it's these people that are sometimes on my OnlyFans that I know are supporting me, so I'm not going to be blocking them, but... Yeah, the comments are out of hand. So, and that's okay. It's also funny you bring that up because I I had this theory about this when Tommy came on. Tommy's um, um, episode got a lot of listens really, really fast. Like you'll be episode one hundred and nine. Tommy's already in the top ten. Like episodes that have been up for like three years. Wow. You know, but and I, I'm I'm pretty sure this is what it is. I think a lot of her subscribers, right or wrong, it's my opinion. Subscribers, people that follow her, whatever, think they're like, all right, I'm gonna listen to her podcast. And then my next comment, she's going to be like, oh, okay, he gets me because he heard something I said on the podcast. Yes. I, I really do think that, that's, that, that that is a thought process among some of those people. Yes. Is that they're like, uh, they're like, oh, okay, oh. So she's – because Tommy's a LARPer. He's like, my next comment will reference LARPing. And then she's yeah. going to be like, oh, this guy. And then she's going to message me and we're married. We have common interests. <laughs> Look yes. at me. I do think that. And I think that there's a – it's almost like the uh, the guy at the strip club effect. Oh my god! Uh, where they're like, uh, they're like, God, <laughs> that girl just like danced for me twice. She's like, so did you pay her twice? Like, I did, but she didn't have to dance for me twice. Like, yeah, that she did. You paid her twice. No, bro, she gets did me. Did you see how she looked at me though? Yeah, did you see? That was real, bro. She was almost naked. You're like, everyone's naked. <laughs> it's like there's no, there's no connection. The, the, there's no, there's no breakdown. It's, it's, it's a very, it's a terrifying slash can definitely get to sociopathic. Like, misconnection, connection. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. I've had some kind of weird things happen, so hopefully this guy doesn't end up listening to this. If you end up listening to this, sorry that you're pissed at me for some reason that I don't fucking know, but... I don't know who we're talking I, about, but uh, go fuck yourself. I'll, I'll deal you. with you. <laughs> Basically, yeah, go fuck yourself, this guy, but he was on my OnlyFans. We had a totally normal, like, interaction, like, tipping me, sending him pictures, me mailing him stuff. And what had happened was we got to talking, and I'm, like, a friendly person on my OnlyFans. I think it's cool when someone from a different country is, like, on my OnlyFans. I'm like, what's your life like in France? Like, that's cool. Yeah, Send that me a cool. picture. Yeah. So I said, okay, maybe we can be pen pals. I thought it would be neat if we sent each other, like, French and American candy. So I sent him a package with some candy that they don't sell in France, which was really random. It was cinnamon gum. They don't sell that in uh, France. And uh, jelly beans. They don't sell cinnamon gum? This yes. is very informative. But to... I feel like it's going to get gross. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're <laughs> both kind of gross for real, let's be honest. But so, yeah, I sent him this package. And, like, my intentions were good. So I don't know why. Also, this is a cool idea, by the way, too. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was so cool. So... What happened was he got my package, and then he started trying sending one to my P.O. box, and it just kept getting intercepted, and there was absolutely nothing I could do about it, and he got kind of aggressive about it, and I think what had happened was, like, he kind of spoke in, like, broken English, and it sounded like his wife had found my Polaroids, Ooh. and him and his wife were, like, getting married, and he didn't go into detail, but the anger in his messages felt like... Like, I had ruined his relationship or something. It was really strange. So I never got his package. He was all pissed off about that. And 
he was saying weird stuff like, I know your dad would be proud of you, and, like, my dad died three years ago, and I'm like, why are you bringing up my dead dad on my OnlyFans? Like, this is weird, so... And he's like, good luck with your family and your brother and sister. I'm like, this is really fucking weird, so I block him. Did, did, was it? Did, does he know this you through your just, like, normal kind of correspondence? He knows about this type of stuff, like, through, like, my personal account, and, like, sometimes, like... Yes, like I treat my Twitter as my public diary, and I have a oh, really, okay. I have a toxic like relationship with my mom. So every once in a while, I'll post some shit up there, and he was definitely playing on like my personal life and my emotions, and it was so fucking inappropriate. So I'm like, this is really weird. Why are you bringing up my family on my OnlyFans? I'm blocking you. I'm sorry. Then he goes and contacts my fiance to try and buy some art, and he's like trying to lowball him and. Josh tells me, he's like, yeah, this French guy is, like, trying to lowball me. I'm like, show me the guy. It's him. It's the fucking guy's Instagram. And I'm like, this guy just got in a fight with me on OnlyFans today. And he's messaging you. I, I thought the guy was trying to find my address. Yeah. Because why was he so upset about the P.O. box? And why would he immediately go try and buy a painting for my fiancé? Well, that's a normal, that's normal leap in your thought process, too. Because... It was already kind of messy if he's like, ah, oh, you ruined my marriage or whatever like that. And yeah. Honestly, like in, in my mind, I think most normal people's mind, you're like, well, one, I didn't ruin it. I sent you what you asked for. And yeah. two, I'm sorry that she found what you asked for. And three, sucks, but that should – even in, if he's upset and all this happened, you would think that would be the end of it. But now he's like, okay – Vendetta. Now, now they're, but they're, the, those are extra steps, and thank God he's in France, to be perfectly honest. He would say things like, like if this dude's in Streetsboro, you'd have to call the cops. Yeah, seriously, yeah. thank God he's not. Yeah. The whole like, good luck with your wedding and your family shit, I'm like, this is really fucking weird. So that all happens. And then I'm like, Josh, don't sell him a painting, like, block him. He goes on to Twitter and starts responding to not even my posts, but. Suicide Girls posts and Inked Magazine's posts and these like big companies that I'm associated with posting of me and he's responding, you never sent me a package I paid for. You never sent me the prints. And I message him. I'm like, you can just message me on Twitter. Like, I don't have you blocked on here. Why are you fucking tweeting out to Suicide Girls and Inked Magazine that I owe you shit? So he messages me. He's like, I paid $40 for prints. I'm not the type of person that rips people off. Like, it takes two seconds to send fucking prints in the mail. So I'm pretty sure I already sent this package he's referring to. And whatever, like, we had, like, a six-month-long thing going on. We'd, like, send packages, send pictures, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like I did my job. Like, I don't owe you shit for your $40, dude. So, $40? Yeah. This was about $40? Yeah, that's what he was posting. I thought it would be tweets. $40 to even mail something to France. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. And I'm trying to be nice. Like, I'll send you some candy. Like, what the fuck? I'm so gullible. I'm just like, everyone's nice. No. It just, it just <laughs> verified. The French are assholes. <laughs> every last one fuck of them. Fuck them. Fuck every last one of them. French bastard. Yeah, that's why you lose every war. Trying to find my address. That is fucking weird. But again, it, it, it's one of those where... I just, it's sad to say, because I've heard a couple of, like different people that like, obviously talking to people that model, influ it, you know, not even really model influencers or anything like that. Like we've had people on like, like female meteorologists who'd be like, you wouldn't believe the shit people 
Send me. Oh my God, that's actually funny. like she like the, this meteor. Her name is Sam Roberts. She was really really sweet person. She was really nice. But she was in the middle of it. She was like, yeah, just uh, I'm sitting there talking about how there's a a snowstorm coming, and I get a tweet saying that color looks terrible on you. It's like some people are just the like internet. you know that you know there's like a snowstorm coming. You may want to get ready for that. <laughs> but I mean that's and it, it's a I think for someone kind of like in your line of work, I think. I think people like that probably think that they have more free reign to say whatever they want. And also, they feel like they're entitled to it. So entitled. Very, 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 very entitled to it. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a different, it's a different mentality. Um, and, and I'm not – it's not like a blanket statement about anyone that follows your page, mainly because <laughs> I follow your page. But like the – I'm sure 95% of the people who follow your page are just like, awesome. Hey, that's great. Your OnlyFans you know, subscribers, they're – probably just there because they like you but there's unfortunately that that percentage of people that don't have that that kind of barrier that reality barrier where it's like okay this is where our relationship if you want to call it that should stop yes and that's a that that's something that and then this guy clearly doesn't get that no and honestly i get i if you are in a maybe a vulnerable state of mind, I could see how you could get, like, really obsessed with somebody and kind of not realize, like, oh, well, this is because I'm paying for it that we're friends or that we're talking or whatever. Like, a lot... I've had a couple of instances where people, like, want me to be their online girlfriend or whatever, and I can't. I can't. And I have to draw that line. And it's really hard to be put in that position to have to reject somebody that supports your career and is so nice to you but that's but it's also a, what what do you well i guess well let me ask what is what it what entails being an online girlfriend exactly what does entail being like an how online far girlfriend? is it like, like really how far can we really go as an online couple people ask me like do you sext i'm like i don't even have time for that like what is sexting like what i'll send you a fucking video go do something like i'm not what do you guys want to do sexting stay up all night texting like we're on tinder or something like that i'm like no go find someone else to sext with like they want to have these like long drawn out things and i'm like i just want to make like videos that's like my version of making art is like yeah. making my videos that's all i wanted to well, creepy fuckers aside, let's move on to your to your your art, as you said. So, wh yes. when did you when did you start? Like, I, and did it start as just pictures? And like, when did you kind of transition into whether it be camming or OnlyFans? Did the camming come first? Yes, on my 18th birthday. Oh, kick ass! So, the story goes: I knew I wanted to be a cam girl when one of my previous boyfriends had showed me Chatterbait. We were like young, whatever opens his laptop, there's Chatterbait, and I'm just like, what's this? And I kind of was like, I wasn't poor growing up, but I didn't have the best parents, so it just, it felt like I was very on my own as far as, like, money went, and just, I had no structure, so it was kind of, like, sure. thrown and out I'm, into I'm the sorry, world. I'm sorry, what is Chatterbait? Chatterbait's a cam girl, camming website. Oh, it's just a, okay, it's a website for camming, okay. So my, my plan from the moment I saw Chatterbait when I was, like, 16 was to do it, the moment I legally was allowed to. And I didn't even have a social security card when I turned 18. I had to go and get that, go and get my ID. And then finally, when I got my ID, I could be a cam girl. And I was still living with my dad in Lakewood. And we lived in a double, like a little two-bedroom double. I'm like camming while he's at work. And 
It was awful, honestly. It was like not oh, a good situation. Oh, and shout out Mr. Hellcat. I don't know his name. Yeah, though. shout out my dad, Mr. <laughs> Hellcat. But but that's so. If you're 16 and you already know you want to do that, you already have a, a. I mean, you have a pretty healthy self-image and like, confidence because I think I, most teenagers, and I'm speaking to someone who used to be a teenager, did not. <laughs> you know, that was not something that I ever. I just as a teenager, I'm so unsure of myself. I think a lot of teenagers are, but you didn't have that. It seems. So I feel like a little bit of it was definitely like survival sex work. It's like, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm really skinny. I feel like I have a flat chest. I have these like things I'm insecure about, but it doesn't really matter because I would be making a lot of money. And I just was sick of being broke as a kid, like being yeah. homeless with my mom and shit. That sucked. I never wanted to feel that again. And when I saw camming, I'm like, I could, I would never have to be worry about money ever again. And I worked at I worked at Adult Mart and did camming for like six months, like trying to balance both of them. And then I basically like had a mental breakdown, quit my job at Adult Mart and had like 70 bucks in my bank account. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm a full time cam girl now and just made it work ever since then, like only off of sex work, which was a really good feeling. And OK, so would you and. Just for clarification, because you call it sex work, because I've heard other people not call it that. Because I think that the the definition varies by the person who's actually discussing it. Yeah, like yeah. some people don't think that camming, and some people don't think that OnlyFans is is considered a sex worker. Other people do, and and that's I don't mean the people that are not doing it. Even the people that are doing it, some consider what they do. They consider themselves a sex worker. Other ones do not. Like, no, I'm not having sex with someone, so I'm not a. I, what is your like definition of that? So, I personally don't mind owning the sex worker label because. Like, it took a long time to get to where I was, and it it wasn't because of OnlyFans. It was because of doing sex work. And, like, to call myself an OnlyFans girl would just kind of be an understatement because I got my start through so many other different sure. areas. You know what I mean? But I get why some people would not want to identify as a sex worker. Totally get that. But for me... I don't mind. Am I going to go introduce myself to like my fiance's dad as a sex worker? Probably not. But I feel like I, I'm naked on the internet and I'm like having sex with myself on the internet. So there's no denying that I am like, my work is sex. <laughs> yeah, and I <laughs> you think know? I think where the line is is especially since it's just you and and maybe like so if you say having sex with yourself. Yeah, I would probably factor that in there. But if you weren't doing that and just kind of modeling, nude modeling, I think that some people wouldn't get... Honestly, I don't yeah. think I would consider it th that sex work. Then I, you're nude I, modeling. Yeah, exactly. that's what I would consider it. Yeah, that's why that term exists. Yeah, <laughs> so you can just call it nude modeling. I follow some girls on OnlyFans that don't even post nudes. They'll like post a implied nude with like pixels blurred out over it because they like... That's their thing. Like, they're on OnlyFans, but they don't post nudes. And that's what's really interesting about, like... Those women are jerks, by the way. I'm just amazed. You know what I a just... bummer that would be if you just paid X amount of money a month and you're like, holy shit, this is just your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, it's kind of like when you go to try and watch, like, Japanese porn or something and it's all pixelated out. That's what this one person I follow, that's what her stuff is like. But I'm like, good for you. If you can charge fifty dollars hey, for buy it, three man. Who pictures cares? of your thong pixelated, yeah. Hey, congratulations. Yeah, 10, what do you? Likes. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Carissa, go upstairs and get to work. <laughs> yeah, you like. <laughs> We're you losing don't even hundreds of dollars nude. a month. 
But it's just it's. But I mean, to, to your point, like, who? I mean, is that sex who, work? <laughs> You're not even nude. Yeah. No. Bad editing, I think maybe. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> editing I, work, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're bad with your camera. I, I don't know, That's but like so you funny. said, if someone's paying ten, twenty, thirty dollars a month, who cares? Fuck. You can't be like, hey, no, OnlyFans, you're supposed to get nude. Like, I don't have to get nude. They're paying for it, so who cares? It's yeah, it's pretty impressive. But I'm really glad that OnlyFans changed the rule. By the way. Yes, because I want to get into that now. Oh my god. So when did when did you start with OnlyFans? 2017. 2017. I didn't even know it's been around that long. Yeah, four years ago. I literally, did, I honestly thought this started like eight months ago. <laughs> I <laughs> really blew up for sure. Well, blew up, yeah. For Oh, yeah, because, yeah, COVID, everyone's like, well, I just got to take my clothes off. So, yeah, <laughs> or I guess I'm at home jerking off now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and people found ways to make people of this, like, I'm never going back to work. I, I see articles all the time that are just like, why would I go back to work? I'm literally making six figures now doing this. That's awesome. It I is awesome. That. Good. If someone found a way to make six figures at their home being comfortable with themselves, who fucking cares? So you know, you- I kind of was worried that this whole OnlyFans thing, my like conspiracy take is that I have one too. Everyone's hiring, right? All these places are saying, We need we we have jobs available, nobody will come work for us. Well, because they all left and they're probably a majority are on OnlyFans. Like, what hot girl wants to go work at Taco Bell? No, they're going to go on I OnlyFans. But there's a large percentage of that. And, and so I have, I, I have one theory around the OnlyFans thing as to why people, so someone's just like, oh, yeah, but it's not like she's a model. My theory behind that, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah. So Seth Rogen says something <laughs> about 25 minutes into the movie, and it 100% I think explains anyone's success on OnlyFans. He said, of course we'll make a porno. If anyone that I went to high school with made a porno, I would go out and buy that today just because I know them. Yes. And I really think that that's, and it's 100% honest. Like If if it was somebody that, that I knew, I'd be like, I mean, I'd watch it if you have it. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. I know that person. Yeah. It's almost like being starstruck. Yeah. Uh, my... That that's and that that's why I think like like so many people went to it. I think everyone watched that movie again and they were like, "Holy shit! Why don't we just do that?" Yes. And it worked for a lot of people. I mean, I'm really seeing stories that are people are like north of six figures. Like, and I don't mean six figures and they hit a hundred. I like three to four hundred thousand dollars a year that's to do awesome. that. Try talking that person to going back into an office job <laughs> for literally a fraction of that. No, and good for them. Agreed. But I just, I had a feeling that OnlyFans was removing porn because some big corporate person was like, you know what, we need, we need our workforce back. We need all these rich OnlyFans people to come back and work for us again. So I thought it was, um, I thought it was a big corporate person for sure, but I thought it was the big corporate porn companies. Yeah, Hollywood. I, I thought they were just, I thought they were like, our porn stars are now just having OnlyFans pages and they're having sex on their OnlyFans, and they're not doing anything with us anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're not getting it. And they're just like, hey, just message me the money, and you can watch. So those huge companies like uh, uh, Vivid or those right. ones I can think of, but those ones are now like maybe they were – I don't know if this is happening. This I came up with this you know, down here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought they were just – because those are – those companies, those are billions and billions of dollars a year. And I think they were just like, we gotta, we gotta get this OnlyFans thing. We gotta, at the very least, we gotta change it where they have to come back to us. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, and what's sad is a lot of those companies 
their main revenue is probably Pornhub because Vivid yes. isn't selling DVDs. I mean, I worked at the porn store. Hardly anyone was coming in to buy DVDs. So, yeah. I mean, to, to each their own, people will always conti- continue to buy porn. But, yeah, they needed to adapt somehow. And yeah. it, would, it would suck to be a big producer in Hollywood during COVID. And then everyone's like, oh, just kidding. Can't even spit in each other's mouths anymore. What do you do? That would suck. That's a huge bummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I think it had, I, I thought it was something like that, uh, especially out that. in California, because that's where a lot of those are. Some are, I think, in Florida, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know there's a lot out there. And those are, I mean, you, you can put those up against, like, those huge tech companies in terms of the revenue that they generate every single year. Right. It's hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. And when everything stops, all that revenue stream stops too. And then these porn stars are just like, oh, I'll just do this on OnlyFans. I'm good to go. And then everyone's like, I'll just go to your OnlyFans. I don't need to go to Pornhub. I don't need to go to any of these other things anymore. Yeah, and I see feel a like bunch that, of offensive I, shit on the way. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's, I feel like that's, that was my cons- conspiracy, which yes. you have a similar one as well. Totally agree. Like, there's something, something fucky here about jobs and everyone I've never going heard that on OnlyFans. But I'm like, going to use it all the time now. <laughs> yeah, something fucky about it. But when I made a post about about the whole OnlyFans apocalypse, a lot of people were saying, they're basically like, fuck you, you should go and just do real porn or go be a stripper. And I'm like, have you seen me? Like, I cannot just go walk into a strip club and be like, woohoo, here I go. Like, no, I'm like a shy little cam girl. Like, totally can't dance for shit. At all. Like, I'm not going to do the Macarena at the strip club and make money. Well, and also, I'd pay for that. Uh, but also, <laughs> the uh, it, it, that's also a very different, that's a different experience for the per, for the, the, the girl. For everyone. Yeah. Totally different that's experience. That's an incredibly different experience. It's ex- like, like jerking it, off and watching someone dance. Hmm, which one yeah. would you rather do? <laughs> Probably jerk off at all, honestly. Also, that dancing thing doesn't, we don't really need that. I just FYI, as a guy that's been in a strip club, when I have to wait an entire song for this girl to dance and maybe take her top off, it's horribly frustrating. Oh my God. Like, I'm not there because I really like this song or that outfit. It's so awkward. <laughs> but I mean, that's a different... That's a different experience. Like, if a girl is, if a, a a girl woman is doing that, it's probably because they're comfortable doing that, and maybe they don't want to get on stage and dance for ten minutes or something like that. So yeah. it's different, and that that's not that's a stupid. It's a stupid analogy. Like, why don't you just go do that? Which means they want you to go do that so they right. can see you in person. Exactly, and give me one dollar. Exactly. Yes. I saw you in person. Here's one dollar. <laughs> Here's a dollar. Enjoy. Hopefully, I'll see you next weekend. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is really sad that there's still so many angry people that think sex work isn't a real job or that OnlyFans isn't a real job. I had to pay so much money in taxes this last year. I was like, no one can tell me this isn't a real job. Well, you know, it's <laughs> I just all... got screwed by the government. This well, is the, real. the people that are angry about it are the people that one wish they could do it or wish they had the guts to do it. Yeah. Because they see the amount of money that actually is being made. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know somebody who no longer comes back to work because they're doing this and they're making the same or twice as much. Exactly. And in their mind, they're 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 mad because they can't or won't do it. Exactly. That's so. that's a lot. Also, with like the whole jealousy competition that we were briefly yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah, earlier, yeah. like it's the same thing. A lot of I personally, when I like entered the cam girl scene when I was eighteen, I received a lot of backlash from like the local, the local girls or whatever, like the ones that were like, "Oh, I'm super hot shit. Like I'm always gonna make more money than you." Like they would just send me these weird, hateful things. And 
we're supposed to be the ones like working together, building each other up instead of being against each other. So that's kind of what sucks being like OnlyFans girl or sex worker. Like you think someone might be your friend or might be on your side, but they just want to like step on you and do better than you because they base their whole, their whole values around how many fans they have or how much they can make in a night on the stage. It's like, I don't care if you can make $1,000 on stage. That's good for you. I don't want to do that. I'll make $100 at home in like an hour. Boom. You also <laughs> you also just described another uh, – you just, again, just kind of legitimized that OnlyFans is a job because what you just described basically happens at corporate office jobs every single day. Exactly. People are undercutting each other. They're just like, oh, that's the golden boy right there. He, the boss really likes him. That's exactly what it is. It, yes. it, it's a You're threatened by it. You're, yes. you're threatened by the, the new kid on the block or the one that's getting the attention. You think it's going to take some of the shine away from you, ultimately some of the money away from you. Exactly. So that's, uh, that's again, which, if anything, that's the most compelling argument that this is 100% a job because everything you guys go through, we do too. See, there's nothing wrong. Like, I learned this about clients when I started tattooing. There's enough people to go around to not steal clients from other people or steal money from other sex workers. Like... People can go be fans of whoever the fuck they want. Like, I don't know. It just really sucks how competitive well, some girls can be. If we've learned anything Why? from everything that happened in COVID and more people going to OnlyFans, it's there 100% is plenty of room for a lot of people here. Because a right. lot of people are doing it, and they're all doing pretty well. And all their friends from high school are like, follow. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have Ohio blocked on Chatterbait when I was webcamming, and then I realized I'm like, there's probably some weirdos like trying to buy some videos or something. So I took it off. <laughs> I honestly, I think Tommy said something similar. Yeah. Where she was maybe trying to stay out of a county or something. I don't know if you can do that. It's something like that. Mm-hmm. I think she may have said something similar and I think was, I might be wrong. So Tommy, if you're listening and I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I think she was also the same thing. Like, wait, I'm getting rid of probably a nice little client base that probably would subscribe. Yeah, I feel like that would be at least a quarter of the people subscribing to you because I have this message on my OnlyFans where when you sign up, it automatically sends and asks you like where you found me from. Okay. And a lot of people will be like, Met you at tenth grade bar. math. Met you at yeah, tenth grade math. I've literally had stuff like that. Have happen. you really? Yes, I've yeah. had like guys that I went on like a date with when I was like a teenager go and follow me, and I'm like, I don't even remember who you are. I'm not gonna let you know that though. Like, really, really awkward. But I mean, it's no skin off my back. I don't have to see them. Hopefully. <laughs> You just did it again. You legitimize and this is a job. That's what people like me have to do when we talk to clients. Yes. <laughs> we have to make them feel like, oh, obviously, you're my number one client. Like, mm-hmm. no, you're not even in the top ten. Yes. But you have to do that. There's a marketing and there's like a relationship kind of building to it. Yes, So, exactly. All right. So you said that, that you've been doing it since 2017. So everything's kind of moving along. Obviously, COVID hit. Things kind of... I, I think things really kind of plummeted around March and then shot back up in April. Yes, exactly. Okay, so, makes sense. <laughs> um, but that's when everyone's like, I got to find another job. And they're like, fuck it, let's go back to the porn stuff. Uh, I'll figure out the job later. Yes. So everything kind of shot back up. So everything's moving along fine and everything's going well. And then recently, well, it's in the last month, right? Mm-hmm. Um, OnlyFans kind of changed their policy. So, so, so what, did, what did they change? Dum-dums. So this is what they did. They said, you can post lewds 
You can post some nudes, but you can't post masturbating, having sex, close-ups of your genitals, or anything offensive. Or in public. Uh, But you just said, like, offensive. So who dictates what those offensive ones are? Doesn't even make sense. Like, what's offensive? Like, role-playing fucking your stepsister? Like, I don't know. Like, that's so popular in porn. Is that offensive? Probably to some people, but... Most likely, yeah. What the hell? I mean, just throwing it out there, it's like, what? yeah, it's very... It was a very broad statement, and I'm like, well, I'm fucked. Just not going to think about this too hard. Because I had a feeling that they would retract. Like, how would they survive? Yeah, and, and, I, and I wasn't surprised when they did retract it, right. too. But the... So if that would have happened, like like long term, so how like content wise, what would how what per, roughly percentage wise, how much would that cut your content down? So it basically, I would have ended up losing between like five and seven thousand dollars a month, and I was really hoping to buy a house in the next year. So my first thought when I heard that OnlyFans was not allowing porn is, well, fuck, I'm not going to be able to get a house anytime soon because like tattooing's great and all, but. Porn is, like, where I make my most money. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And since I have several years of, like, paychecks from it, that is what I would be using to buy a house. So my heart sank. I was like, fuck, I got to rent this stupid house in Cuyahoga Falls more. Ugh, I'm so sick of the suburbs. But, but that still rule, hope. That rule was only in touch for, like, what, two weeks? Maybe yes, less? Yes, I think it might have even just been five days. It felt, yeah, I wasn't sure. Okay. It was, like, a Monday that I got the email, and then Friday that I was like getting the next email and getting blown up by my friends saying, Oh, just kidding. So, and that's exactly why I started my tattoo career so young because I was sick of the, the stability problems and the job security problems. Like porn will always survive, but I want to have a career for the hiccups. You're right. Uh, I'll tell you like, so my father was an attorney and another thing that is, uh, recession proof is crime uh but you're right i mean th- that is one that will never people can be like you know oh god you know i struggling with this i don't know if i'm gonna make rent my car's fucked up i gotta pay for that the they will find a way to pay for this yeah they'll 100%. be like oh i'm gonna get a tattoo oh i'm gonna buy for this buy this nude picture 100 percent. whatever because that feels good those yes, things it does. feel good yes 100 percent. better I agree. than paying rent and a bill yeah <laughs> yeah the, the so the the thing we've joked around about a bunch of times is like the stimulus checks so no one took that $1,200 or whatever their amount that they got was and put that into an IRA. <laughs> Everyone got a PlayStation or a new tattoo. Yes. And, and but, and I'm, I'm not, it's funny to me. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. One, $1,200 can, it wouldn't get us through the month. It's no. not even half of our bills. It's right. just not. So when everyone's just like, oh, you know, they're just waiting on these. Stim- those stimulus checks can maybe get you, depending on your lifestyle, if you're super, super frugal, might get you through two months if you're not eating that much. If you're literally eating <laughs> rice. Yeah, if you're beans. eating can, like 99 cent cans of noodles every single day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, that, that's very true. I mean, and, and quite frankly, I'll tell you, we got a, a sti- an unexpected stimulus one. Yeah. And uh, we went to New York. <laughs> that's cool. We, I don't give a shit. We were talking about it. We we're like, ah, no, you know, we probably shouldn't go. You know, we have a little bit of money for a trip, but. No, let's not. Like two days later, we get these two checks in the in in our checking account, and it's clearly from the U.S. government. And I'm, oh my god! I run upstairs. I'm like, did you know we were getting a stimulus? We shouldn't have. And honestly, right. we shouldn't have because we're we both been working. It's nice Same. to get that movie. That money should have gone to someone else. And so many but people didn't. But it went to didn't. us, so we used it. Yeah. So many people didn't get it, and I'm like, 
uh, that super sucks, totally blew mine on nothing, and I had a job the whole time, but whatever. Yeah. It sucks. Go, uh, go I can, I can edit this part out. It's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> If anyone's cool. like, fuck you guys, I had to move home with my parents. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well. But then, okay, so yeah, it was, you said it was like back. five, six days. Yeah, and then you five, get the message days. saying, hey, we were just fucking around. Good luck with your sex work. JK, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with the nudes. We'll let you know when we decide to play another mind game again. So th- th- I mentioned this to my wife because we were talk- kind of talking about this. So I was like, I'm really excited about this now because so much has happened. Yes. You know, I really wanted to focus on a lot of stuff you we, stuff we've talked about. But with this, this just added a lot of other things that we can discuss. And I, I was really excited. The timing couldn't have been better because <laughs> uh, I saw you post about it too. Yes. And I was like, perfect. This is something that she has experience with and why I can actually talk to someone that has gone through this. So my thought was, and I don't know, I'm, I'm not – trying to simplify it but why not just have a website and like a paypal because then you never have to worry about this ever happening again so paypal is extremely anti-sex work pretty much all credit card processors are um paypal banned me and stole 186 dollars from me when i was a teenager when i was like 18 or 19 for selling my snapchat so yeah paypal will definitely not let you have a naked website for sure. Okay. Like, Is there okay? Not even sell nudes. Like no, that's I, I didn't know that sucks. part. Yeah. Okay. I it's totally got banned. I wasn't sure if there was like a way to to essentially create your own personal OnlyFans and just message out saying go to this website. There will never ever be interact because you know you were talking about like you wanted to have those uh those types of gigs or whatever where there's no uh possible interruption or, or chance. Like, you know, there's no recession type stuff like that. Exactly. Because having, if you had your own website and all your subscribers just went over there, you're now, I mean, you're essentially your own boss anyway, but I think if we've learned anything in the last two weeks, technically you're still not your own boss. No. That way you would be. And I'm still making somebody else rich off all my yes. fees and whatnot. But so basically here's why it would be impossible to start your own, your own website as a sex worker and try to sell porn. You would have to find a server that would host 18 plus content, which probably is not going to be anywhere in America. You're probably going to have to go out of the country to find somebody that will actually host your website because the rules are so strict. And then you have to find a payment processor, which they're all anti-porn. That would allow you to do this too. Exactly. So, well, Does OnlyFans has its own? Um, they were going through MasterCard, which is why MasterCard said... We don't want to be associated with any human trafficking or any underage porn, so we are not allowing OnlyFans to do porn. That was that was what they were saying. I really don't know how they managed to like undo that, but basically all these credit card companies are owned by yeah. extremely religious, anti-sex, anti-porn people that are fucking crazy and don't want anyone to watch porn or have sex. Well, up until... Marriage. They saw the financial hit, and all of a sudden, they're like, fine, do your porn. Yeah, fine, do your stupid little porn. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just, I'm glad that that happened, but I'm scared because it'll probably happen again. That's what sucks. Um. It. Yeah. So my opinion is I, what, what I think might be happening right now is that the initial financial hit and backlash, they were not predicting, which was stupid for them to not. Yeah. And they might be trying. I think you might be. I think you're right. I think they might be trying to find a second wave or a second approach to do something similar where it doesn't impact them as much. Yes, exactly. Like OnlyFans also doesn't want to have human trafficking or underage porn. Like, well, yeah, that's just a risk with any porn site. So that's why these these credit card processors do not want any 
chance of it to happen. So instead of regulating it, it's way easier to just say, take it all off. But yeah, but again, I think it, it, you know what this I can kind of liken this to the uh, to uh, legalization of marijuana. So the first month that Colorado legalized marijuana, they made like two million dollars in taxes. <sighs> Shit. And that's probably it, it, now it's probably closer to like 40 or 50 right. just because now there's dispensaries all over Colorado. And it's not that states now are not are against it. They're just trying to make sure that when this does go legal, they can financially, you know, n- now more are just kind of finding this now. So uh, it, it's similar to that. I think they're just it's not that they're not, they have to find a way to not be financially hit by it. Exactly. That's what it is. You got to find the loophole, find a way around it. And- they want to manage it. They want to, quote unquote, keep their morals, if you want to call it that. But they want to find out ways because they're, they quit, they obviously had a meeting after the second day of this and they were like, (laughs) all right, guys, we're going to lose way too much fucking money. We need to figure out a way to do what we want to do here and make sure we're still in control. But we have to kind of, we have to pull this back, pump the brakes, and then we have to try it again. But we have to, now that we know what the impact was and the backlash was, we have to change our approach. Exactly. I'm not saying that for sure that'll happen, but I can't say that it wouldn't. Yeah, I hope that I hope it doesn't happen again. But now we're all more prepared, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, I hope it doesn't. Yeah, no more OnlyFans apocalypses. I need to buy a damn house first, <laughs> and then the internet can go to flames. Buy it before the apocalypse. Yeah. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> What's um? Do you want to do you want to uh, stay in Akron? Or Chicago Falls? So I I like the houses down there, and I like all of the trees. I like the parks. My plan is to buy a house down there, but I would also like to get some type of van, like RV yeah. setup where we could still travel. Because the idea of like buying a house and then just like staying there kind of freaks me out. I'm like, ooh, I don't know about. Like I'm ready to buy a house and not flush my money away with rent, but I also want to travel the country. So I'm at this weird spot where i'm like what do i do with my money i'm scared to waste it what are you 22 23 23 um i'm very impressed that these are even financial thoughts that you have (laughs) um yes i'm very lucky i don't have any college debt or anything like that well i mean just in general (laughs) you know like you mentioned like you know rent is throwing your money away um some people would disagree i think in a roundabout way you're right because that's going to someone else's mortgage not yours exactly you're not building any equity um, but it's also something, and I'm not bagging on anyone that's your age. When I was 23, I was, I was like, I can't wait to go out tonight. Like that was my thought process. Like yeah. I hope I have a cool shirt for Friday. Like that was it. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about saving money. I wasn't thinking about, you know, building a future or oh getting gosh. a floral wonk. You know, the, the, the <laughs> it, it just wasn't. A, but that's a again. I mentioned you kind of having a, a self confidence when you were talking about ready to do this when you were 16 and just had to wait two years. It's similar in the way that you're kind of viewing financial stability, a way that you're you're viewing this as, as not just something that you like doing or, or want to do, but also as a way to become a little bit more financially secure as quickly as you can. Precisely. Which is very much not a thing that people... not, not That's not a generational thing. Any generation at that age, minus the, 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 you know, the Mad Men era... You know, where everyone in the 50s was married with four kids at 22. Oh, my God. You know, it, it's 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 just unique, in my opinion. I'm not saying that there aren't. I know other younger people that are just like that, but it's not 
common. And it certainly wasn't common for me. It wasn't common for, you know, relatives of mine that are around your age. You know, they're like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll just keep <laughs> crashing with you. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, I don't know, where do you think that even comes from? I feel like some people had to grow up fast. Okay, that's fair. And I, from a young age, I knew, okay, college is expensive as fuck. Yes. I would rather own my own business and get covered in tattoos than, like, I don't know. I wanted to teach special ed because my little brother has autism. And I was like, you can't really be a teacher and be covered in tattoos and do porn. And, like, tattoos and porn were, like, more... Appealing. More appealing than, like, making $20,000 a year and, like, And arguably you can help your brother more <laughs> by being able to make some money and help him out. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So I, I knew young and i'm not trying to like glamorize being underage and like wanting to do sex work because i don't want that to be like i'm not trying to fetishize that it's just i i needed something i needed to make money one way or another and there's no way in hell i was gonna go like find some fucking sugar daddy or something like that i'd rather go on a website and like you know do it in a roundabout way rather than like oh i'm an escort now i'm 18 years old let's go on a date like that's a little Mm. riskier for me. It's riskier for anybody. That's dangerous. I mean, they can be dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Like, teach their own. I'm not knocking that. But in my head, I was like, am I going to have to do that? What am I going to do? Because I knew, like, sex work was kind of my answer to struggling. Like, when I turned 18, I wouldn't have to struggle anymore because I would have that. And it wasn't a matter of, like, am I going to make money or am I going to be good? It's like, there will always be somebody to tip you or something i don't know i just i didn't worry about failing because i was so determined to make it work Do, is it something that you like doing or is it mainly financial i like doing it yeah i do really like doing it and i only ask just because i know we talked a lot about you know it was a good out for you and, and it, it's good in terms of you know your studio family fits your personality because college wasn't necessarily your bag yeah that's the only reason i ask i, I didn't yeah. know so obviously like the thing about webcamming that I didn't like was spending hours in front of your laptop just, like, sitting there with your back all hunched over and shit. It's like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. And then you finally get somebody that will tip you, and then they want some ridiculous thing. They want you to, like, do a headstand and, like, fuck your ass or something. It's like, it's not even possible, but you already paid for it, so I guess now I have to try to do this, like, impossible fucking thing. So it was a lot of pushing yourself. Like, you really have to push yourself. Like... Yeah, there's, like, non-nude cam girls out there, but I'm not going to dance in my underwear for 10 hours and hope that I, like, make money. I'd rather just be like, well, here we go. Like, let's get the tips going because I do not have the patience to sit there all night. Like, girls will do 24-hour cam shows for, like, their birthday, 24-hour cam show. I'm like, what are you doing? Your back must hurt. I can't stay up for four hours. No. <laughs> no, I can't do any one thing for more than four hours. Like, seriously. So, yeah, I... It's funny, when I was... During the pandemic, I thought, oh, I'm going to be a cam girl until I'm, like, 40. I want to cam for as long as I can. But I just, like, slowly stopped, and I moved to Akron. And moving, obviously, is really time-consuming. So a whole month went by where I didn't cam. And I realized I don't even really need to do this anymore. And then I just posted on OnlyFans. And I was so happy to get to that point where I could just, like, make content and not sit in front of a computer. Yeah. Because it felt like a waste of life. I felt like I was wasting my 20s sitting in front of a laptop 
trying to make money when I should have been out with my friends, like fear of missing out type thing. Yeah, the OnlyFans experience is, is definitely, especially, for, I mean, not for the user, but for the person that's actually posting the content. Because you're posting it at your own pace whenever you want to. You can actually, I think Tommy said sometimes that she'll uh, just kind of work, like do a lot of stuff for like two days and then just kind of like stagger it out as yeah. opposed to working seven days. So you can really kind of make your own schedule, make your own, your content drops and things like that. And you can kind of like, you know, I see a lot of like, like you can kind of like tease it to like new pictures dropping tomorrow, even though you probably took them five days ago or something like that. Exactly. I do okay. that all the time. Totally. No, that, that's the, that, <laughs> no, again, that's a smarter way. Cause like you said, I mean, if you're uh, like on, in front of a camera for eight, nine hours a day, that's brutal. That's I mean, doing anything brutal. like that, 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 that's gotta be tough. I mean, even like tw Twitch streaming, like. I could never play a video game for like eight hours long and yeah, entertain a whole that. chat room. Like, holy shit. That's no, exhausting. I, that's, I've never been able to, I can't play a video game for 30 minutes. No, I'm no. I'm confused. I just don't get it. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, get this away from me. <laughs> but the, yeah, OnlyFans, I've, I'm really glad to have it. I hope it doesn't blow up again. I do not want to go back to webcamming. Because I prefer to just, like, go out in the woods or go to the gym and be like, haha, sneaky today. Like, it's way more exciting to be out and about making content than... And you can still make content in your RV, too. Yeah, so I bought a truck that I was supposed to make porn in, and the fucking engine blew up the day I bought it. <laughs> what? I was so pissed. Take that fucker back. So I bought it from this, like, really nice little old lady... And I was too nice to be I like, think, yeah, I know the end of the story. Money okay. back. <laughs> but yeah, it sucked. I bought a Subaru Baja truck. Okay. And they don't really have that many of them. There's not that many of them around. So I was really excited to get my hands on one. I'm driving up to Cleveland a couple hours later, and the car died on the highway. Engine totally, totally, engine totally dead. And this guy messages me on Instagram. He's like, Are you on the side of the highway in Macedonia? I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, oh, I thought that was Hellcat Nat. I was going like oh, 85 miles fuck. per hour, and I, th I thought I saw you. I was like, I need to get off the side of the road now. <laughs> that is terrifying. Could you imagine on the highway driving past someone being like, I know them. Like, That's that how? person that I've never actually met in person, but I've actually seen online. Yeah, and he didn't follow me Driving either. at 85 miles an hour? <laughs> yes, what the fuck? Damn. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm really that distinct looking. I was just crying in my truck on the side of the road. But, yeah, I really wanted to make truck porn because I have, like, this tiny little two-seater car that you definitely could not make a video inside. You'd be caught <laughs> instantly. So You saw boy like, in the back of, like, the flatbed of the truck? So either either the flatbed of the truck or, like, just, like, go into my back seat and pretend I'm, like, in an Uber or something like that. Okay. Like, have Josh go drive around, and I'm, like, getting in the back, like, oh, thanks for the ride. Stranger. Okay. All right. I don't know. I, anything. I just... No, no, no. That's... I, something I, I, new. No, I, I see where you're going with it. Okay. <laughs> that, now I understand what you're talking about. I spent the whole quarantine fucking taking videos inside, and I finally got my driver's license last August, so I'm like, car porn has been on my to-do list. I don't even know what that means, but car porn. Now, Josh is your fiance. Yes. Do you mind if I ask about him? Yes, totally. Okay. Because um, I know he dropped you off. Yes. Um, so, But he's also an artist and musician, correct? Yes. He is the, one of the coolest cats that I know. <laughs> artist and musician. And, yeah, he's like a mechanic, too. I don't know. He does all the sexy things. How'd you meet? 
We met on Instagram, actually, the old-fashioned way. Um, so, to be, just so, <laughs> I know you're young. That is not the old-fashioned way. I know, way. I'm kidding. <laughs> but the old-fashioned way, I think, would probably be at a wedding or uh, school, the grocery store. <laughs> oh my god, friends. No, yeah, I'm totally joking. So we we met on Instagram, and I had recently went through like a stupid breakup. It wasn't even a bad breakup. We had been together for like seven months or something. And I was just being a sad girl, posting online. Like, something probably really pathetic and cringy. And Josh responded, and he was like, fuck that guy. And I was like, oh, this hot guy is, like, messaging me right now? I'm like, wait a sec. I can't be, like, sad ex-girlfriend. Like, this guy is here. So I kind of went, we went back and forth messaging each other, and I definitely had a big crush on him. And I, he wasn't making any moves. So I was like, whatever, I downloaded Bumble. I had this whole date set up with this like weird guy that was annoying me from the beginning of the day. So I was ready to blow him off and just be like, fuck this, this night sucks. And Josh messaged me again and I was like, what are you doing tonight? I have a Bumble date, but I would rather go out with you. And he was like, oh, okay, here's my number. And I just like straight up FaceTimed him to make sure he wasn't a creep. I was just like, oh, I just wanted to FaceTime And face it was the guy you. that was in the, the actual guy you're talking to. Yes, Good yes, move. it was the actual guy I was talking to, and I was like, let's go on a date tonight, and it was awesome. We went to Le Petit Triangle in Ohio City. I've oh, never been there. man, I love that place. We've never been there. I'd, I'd never even really heard of it, but I lived like around the corner, and I'm like, this looks fancy. Been there a couple of times for like, like they have great breakfast sandwiches and crepes. Ooh. So good. I'll have to go for breakfast. Definitely go for that is it's one of our favorites. It's in Trim. Yeah, it's a great, great place. It's so great. Yeah. It was a really great first date place. I was like, I don't know what this whole menu is because it's so fancy, but I loved the food. It was awesome. The food's and very, very good. Check him out knocking out the park on the first date. And check you out, out saying, Hey, I it as a <laughs> as a guy that was not super confident and still isn't, even though I've, I've been married for several years uh i still panic when i ask like my, my wife to go somewhere I'm like do you want to go uh you won't want to <laughs> you don't want to no you're not gonna want to go with me yes yes but this it's is a, totally a guy thing for sure it's like yeah but i mean but that's a like like for me like if i'm if i got a message from a girl just not not randomly i know you were kind of talking a little bit but saying we should go on a date tonight and then i get facetime 30 seconds later <laughs> i'd be panicking <laughs> i'd be freaking i'm like Oh, she's calling. She's calling. She's yes. calling. What do I do? Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. And he was like, did you mean to call me? It's like, yeah, I meant to call you. And I was just kind of like, so what are you doing tonight? Like, it was super awkward. Like, right away, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I think by the end of the FaceTime call, I had, like, totally pitted out my shirt because I was, like, sweating talking to him. Like, Ugh. But that's that's a pretty – and then later on that night, you went to La Petite Triangle. Yes. That's yes. kind of – that's a very funny story just because it's the, – the way it all happened, obviously, and then the, the quick FaceTime message. I'm very And then the, the – here's my number, and then the FaceTime. Let's go out, right? And then you go to this awesome restaurant. That's pretty awesome. sweet. Yeah, and then he, he lived in Akron at the time, and we were all the way up in Ohio City, and I'm like – just stay the night. You know how that whole thing goes. I was like, well, now we're just like together forever. Now we're inseparable. Man, and I obviously I've never met Josh, but <laughs> I know exactly what he was thinking the next morning. He was like, this was fucking awesome. He's like, I hope I see her again. <laughs> Man, Fuck. this does not happen a lot. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I got really lucky though too because so being a sex worker, like, yeah, you are confident but 
not the most confident. Like, part of me is like, great guys aren't going to want to be with me because I'm naked on the internet. That's like, a I, very so because what you were saying there, like, yes, I'm confident because I can do that, but. It's an insecurity, too. There's an insecurity because you're like, if I find someone that I like, eventually I'm going to have to tell them that I'm doing something that is a little bit more unconventional and might scare them away. Right. Unconventional is a good word for it. I'm going to start using that. That's a good idea. Well, I, I, I think it's it, I think it's the best way to because I it's, again, we're not in the madman era. It, it, it's not an uncommon thing. Right. It's in, in fact, probably it's the it's a billion dollar industry. It's something that maybe is a little bit more taboo to certain circles and groups. But you can't deny that, one, it's it grows every single year. Um, whether anyone wants to admit it or not, most of the population utilizes it in some way. Yes. And it's becoming something that more and more people are doing. So I say unconventional because I, th- I don't think you can say it's you know something that no one does because that's just not the thing anymore. Exactly. It's not true. To say. It, it's inaccurate to say that it's not something that people do. In fact, more people probably signed up in the last year than they have in the previous 10. Yes, definitely. I've seen it. Like It has exploded. Yeah. I mean, even girls from my high school and just random people that you would never think that you meet it's like oh you have only fans you're like fucking your husband on there shit all right it's like you never know who has only fans anymore yeah well theirs isn't any good though yours is the best <laughs> but the so uh if you don't mind me asking when you finally had to tell him like i mean were you nervous or, or like or was it soon did you do it early on so it's actually kind of really funny so he had bought one of my videos like before I knew who he was. Okay. And the way I actually had even like found out about his Instagram was my goofball like loser ex was like really obsessed with him and was like anytime my my new my current fiance would get a tattoo, he'd be like, "Oh, look, this guy I like got a new tattoo." And he would just show me him and I'm like, "This guy's cool, whatever, follow him." I had no idea I'd end up like being engaged to him down yeah. the line, but I basically was shown him through my goofball ex, which I'm really glad because otherwise I would have never known who he was. But yeah, when we, like the night of our first date, I think he had said like, oh, I actually bought a video from you. And I thought he was bullshitting me. I'm like, no, no, you didn't. I'm like, what video? And he like starts describing it. I'm like, oh my God, you really bought that video. It's like the worst video. And I'm just sitting there like overthinking. I'm like, Fuck, like, it kind of sucks when there's no mystery there, and it's like, cool, well, there goes the surprise of you seeing my na- seeing me naked. It already happened. You already yeah. saw. Like, I'm sure there's still, like, an element of surprise, but it kind of takes it away, like, as the revealer. Like, I, I think I think you're, I, I think you're <laughs> right, and you're right in a way, because you're right. Like, there is still, like, a, you want there to still be, like, a, I don't know if mystique's the right word, but kind of like... You, not that there's nothing to look forward to, but it, it's like that first time, you know, when, when yeah. you're, you're like, oh, but you've already seen me. But on the flip side of that, it kind of takes away something that may have been kind of, you know, eating at you, like in a, from an anxiety standpoint that you're going to have to tell him and you're like, I don't know, is he going to be into this? Is he going to be upset? Is he going to scare him away? And so it turns awkward. out not only did it not scare him away, he's a huge fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. He's like, actually, I bought this video. Let me describe it to you. <laughs> so not only was he aware of it, he was a fan. He actually was like, like memorized your work. I think that's awesome. Yeah, he memorized my work. <laughs> like he supports sex workers. Like he didn't just go like watch a twenty second video on Pornhub or something. So, yeah. 
I respected it. He he has continued to stay signed up for my OnlyFans our entire relationship. Like $10 every single month. And he's like, I don't even check it, blah, blah, blah. Like every once in a while, like if I'm on the road or traveling, he'll like send me something naughty on there. I'm like, this is so funny. We're like sexting on OnlyFans. Like this is so weird. So it's it's fun. Like sometimes we get to have that interaction where it's like. But it's also, it's a kind of a, <laughs> it's a cute little thing that he still subscribes to. I think it's very cute. <laughs> At first, because I'm, I'm used to having like, shitty boyfriends that are really controlling and yeah, shit yeah. so when he first signed up i was like oh my god are you gonna is this gonna be a fight like what are you gonna get angry at you know but never was a fight he was totally supportive which i'm so thankful of because how long have you been together t- almost two years this november will be two years and then he proposed to me after we knew each other for a month and everyone around us was like um holy shit <laughs> What the fuck, you guys? But here we are. No ups and downs or anything. Good for you. So that's good. Yeah. That's great. I'm really glad because my track record has not been the best. Like I was saying, being a sex worker is my biggest accomplishment, but also my biggest insecurity. Like when I meet people, that's not the first thing I want to talk about. That's not the first thing I'm comfortable sharing about myself. So when you meet a guy, it's like super fucking awkward to bring that up if they don't know it, know that about you. And a lot of times they already know. So it's kind of weird. I've very rarely have I been in the situation where it's like, oh, I'm a su-. like, usually what I'll say is I'm a suicide girl because guys are like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's cooler than being like, I sell nudes to strangers. Like, at first they're like, oh, you're a model, blah, blah, blah. But then eventually they get more and more controlling. And I had this one goofball ex of mine. I was going through a really tough time. My dad had passed away. I had an Amazon wish list, like, full of stuffed animals and stuff to cheer me up. And I got this giant panda stuffed animal. And my crazy ex-boyfriend told me, only I can buy you stuffed animals. You're not allowed to have this. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, I'm not allowed to have a stuffed animal from somebody else. And he went and threw it in the dumpster behind my apartment. When we're done, I'd like his uh, Instagram handle, <laughs> please. Because I'd like to reach yes, out to him. fuck that guy. I'll fuck tag him. him in every single post about how successful you're doing. <laughs> you so, know. when you say, I, I understand, like, you don't want, I don't like talking about my job. Uh, but <laughs> yours isn't like, it's not the, is it more you just don't want to really have to get into it every single time you meet a new person about how you got into this? Yeah, exactly, because... Which I understand. It's not... uh, I'm still a shy person at the end of the day. Like, yes, I'm very direct. I'm very open sexually. Like, I'll talk to anyone about anything. But if somebody, like one of my clients from tattooing, if they go and follow me on Twitter, I would have a panic attack. Yeah. Or even on Instagram. I'd be like, I don't want you to see my butt pictures. That's so weird. Like, there's just... A little part of me that wants to have that, like, a little bit reserved for certain people. Show that side to certain people. Like, yeah, I can show that side state. to you yeah, guys. Yeah. And it's I, I get that. Normal, but, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, it's okay. <laughs> it, it, and, I again, I only ask those things because, again, it, it's a... So, like, for example, if my wife and I go to a party and I don't know a lot of people, I'm going to ask usually the same four or five questions. You know, how do you know whoever's fucking house we're at? <laughs> uh, oh, that's cool. This is a, you live around here? Cool. What do you do for a living? Every single time that someone tells me what to do for a living, I actually don't give a shit um, because <laughs> I know that it's probably as boring as what I do. And then I'm going to have to have a follow-up question about something I don't give a shit about. Yes. But – 
when people ask you and if you tell them, I promise you, and it's not, I, I don't think it's, it's never, sometimes it'll be maybe like a, why do you do that? A lot of people are going to ask a lot of the questions that I asked you here today. They're like, because it's interesting. Yes. It is. It's interesting because it's not interesting just because it's, as we've said previously, unconventional. There's a lot more things that go into this than just doing this. There's, again, there's the confidence. There's the insecurity. Things that I'll, most people go through all day, every day, and can't really talk about or are too afraid to. Because mm-hmm. you're kind of doing that whenever you post things. Yes. And that's something that people don't understand. It's something I don't understand. Because I wouldn't be confident doing that, even with this ripped up bod, you know. Like, but I mean, it, it's it's a thing that that people are still not against, but they still don't fully understand because they don't understand how someone can do it. Yes, exactly, exactly. I I can't deal with standing at a bar, telling somebody, "Oh, I actually work on OnlyFans," and then they just like look at me and Josh and like picture us f- fucking or something. I'm like, I just. I don't know where their mind goes. You never know where someone... That's where my mind would go. Because I'm just like a very curious, I think generally mind... horny person. Yeah. If I've... some couple is like, oh, yeah, we're actually like, we do porn, I would de- my ears would perk up. I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. But, yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm a little bit shy about it sometimes to just people on the street. Because you never know how they're going to take it. Or sure. how their perception of you will change. Or how they'll respect you less or whatever whatever their opinion I, is completely. I, I understand completely. It, it's a, it's, you don't know. Sometimes depending on your mood and we're all a little moody, I am for sure. And if I was in your position, sometimes I just wouldn't want to deal with what might happen yes. or what the reaction might be. Not even if it's going to be bad. I mean, I, I think again, more and more as we keep kind of evolving that this is not going to be something that you're going to have you know, backlash or bad reactions to, it'll always still happen because, I mean, it, that's just the nature of people. Right. But um, I, I understand that. Some days you just like, I just don't want to. I mean, there are times yeah. where, I, where, where someone asks me what I do. I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> All right? It sucks. It's boring. I don't want to explain it. You're not going to get it. You'll stop listening 10 <laughs> seconds into it, and then I'm really going to de- not like you. Yeah. So I, I understand that. You know, it's it's just again, it just kind of is what it is. It's it kind of goes with uh, goes with the territory, I guess. And it's like you're saying, like when you're at a party, you're asking questions like, "Oh, what do you do?" Like people will ask Josh, "What does Magda do?" And it's it's nice that now I have a tattoo studio. He doesn't have to say, "Oh, she's a model," or yeah. "Oh, she's like a cam girl" or something. Because even just saying like, "Oh, she's a model," like I don't necessarily want all of Josh's friends to know what I do in my free time, you know? But no, even though I'm still, I'm on Pornhub, I'm on Twitter, like, people will tell me, like, you put yourself out there, so what do you expect? But there's still a part of me that's like, uh, don't look at me, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, again, that and that, people are like, you put yourself out there, what do you expect? That's the same, that's along the same lines of you were asking for it. Exactly. Yes. yes. Um, yes. That's a, yeah, that, that doesn't mean that I want to get negative feedback or negative looks from people just because I'm doing something that maybe you won't or can't do or don't approve of, exactly. you know, just walk away, you know, just swipe right or left, whatever the fuck. I don't know what it is, but I mean, it, it's a, I, again, I, I get that. I, I know what you're saying. You know, I mean, I'll never fully understand it cause I've not been in that position, but it, it's a similar kind of like, 
odd social cue that you just kind of have to deal with, and you have to deal with it probably differently than the rest of us do. Yes, because we go through the motions when we have those interactions and we ask those questions. You're not going through the motions because people will actually pay attention when you tell them what you do. (laughs) Yes, it's so awkward. I try to like ask somebody like, "Oh, what do you do?" and then they're like, "Oh, it." Or something like very short, and then they look at me and they're like, "Oh, your turn." I'm like, oh, "You can God, actually say go. IT. Technically, you do." Yeah, I, <laughs> you yeah. be like, "I'm also can, a IT adjacent." Work. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm IT adjacent. That's so funny. Yeah, my cover story. So we did have one because I, I know it's a it's a school night, and I know you got to work in the morning. No problem. But uh, I thought you mentioned something recently about an incel interaction you had. Oh my God, I have so many. Uh, what incel interaction? Let's we've, see. We've got the weird <laughs> French guy I already talked about. I, to be honest, I don't think he's an incel. I think he's a moron and an asshole. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm sure I just had plenty of incels. I had to turn off comments on the post where I announced OnlyFans was changing because pretty much everyone was just saying, get a real job. Now you're, now you're going to work at McDonald's. Now you better go to the strip club and all this dumb shit. And I'm like, God, you guys are so ignorant. Like, what the fuck? I mean, half of the girls that I know that are... Nude models are also hairstylists or tattooers or also all those whatever. people telling you like why are you even following me just to t- you're you're just exactly you're you're, you're, you're following you me yeah what the fuck are you doing here so yeah there's lots of incels and like that's why I I would like to be more active on TikTok because that's where the kids are at these days but oh my god the comments are so mean and terrible like I cannot make a single post without getting. A negative comment. I tried to post my truck. They're like, that's not a truck. I'm like, okay, well, I can't do anything on the internet without a man telling me it's that's wrong. That's not a truck. You bitch. Yeah, that that <laughs> thing with the truck bed on the back is actually not a truck because it's not a Ford or a fucking Chevy or some shit. Like, you can't do anything right on the internet. No, no. And no, you're not <laughs> going to. Not when you have the following that you have. That's that too sucks. many people. And 80,000 people aren't all going to be in line with everything that you say or post. It's just not going to happen. And the psychos realize that being negative is how you get get somebody's attention. Because if you go through some... I'll go through my comments and scroll right past people that are like, beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll stop at the one comment that's like, what does your dad think? And it's like, ah, oh, you fucker. And then that one comment bothers me all day. But 50 other people saying like the one word nice things, it's like, oh, whatever. Human nature. You, you can't do... Th- that, that's not a... That's not a you thing. That that's an everyone thing, <laughs> it man. It sucks. I'm, if I if if twenty people told me I did something nice or, or did something good, and one ter- person told me not, I'd be like, all right, well, I'll work on that. And I'm walking away. I'm like, oh, what the fuck, man? Like, I just I can't get that out of my head. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like that. It's just you're, you, and and I think for you, it's it's even, it's more because it's like, why do you why are you following? You know what this page is about? Why are you just even following this? Just to tell me you don't like it. People will tell me, oh, your boobs aren't big enough. Why are you? Even taking the time to share that. Go look at someone whose boobs are big enough. What the fuck? <laughs> There's yeah. plenty of boobs to go around. It's Find true. Find some other ones to look at. There like, are I'm literally sick. billions of boobs in the world. Yeah. I'm sick of people on the internet telling me, oh, you look like a boy. Oh, you need to get breast implants. Oh, this is how I think you should look. Like, it's stupid. It's but stupid. yeah, um, when that happens, just click screenshots, send us those profiles. <laughs> And we'll publicly humiliate them. I'm sorry. My wife has a question. Yes. Carissa, you have the floor. What's the, like, not to knock anybody's kink or anything, but, like, what's the weirdest, like, request you've ever gotten, like, on a, like, 
Oh, I thought it was the upside down fuck thing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let me think. So. Oh, sorry for anyone that didn't hear that. Just because. Sorry. Uh, she uh, she asked, "What is the weirdest thing that you've ever been requested to 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 do from one of your uh, subscribers?" Okay, so I used to have this. This isn't the weirdest. This is actually like the coolest situation that I found this guy would pay me per minute to rub my, my arms in baby oil. And he would not anything really sexual. He just wanted me to like move my tattoos like this. And he's like, move the tattoos more. Like it was really strange. And I would actually get exhausted. It'd be like two hours of just like a whole bottle of baby oil, like fucking rubbing my arm. And then he'd be like, okay, thank you. That was amazing. And then like six months later, he'd come back and we'd do the whole thing again. Baby oils on the baby oil on the arms. And it'd be like hundreds of dollars. Like it would make, I'd be able to log off after that. I'm like, cool. I just made my nights pay just rubbing my arms. But I had another guy on Chatterbait ask me, he's like, can you put beetles in your vagina? And I'm like, no, move along. Technically, I can. I'm not gonna. My beetle guy's out of town. (laughs) Yeah, my beetle guy's busy right now. Sorry, but. And it makes it, because I I know there's like a lot of kind of like weird kinks, like like things you're just like, really? That's your thing? And then sometimes I'm like, like for like maybe something like that, like, is that guy just trying to see? Maybe his kink is trying to see if you'll do whatever he says. Probably. Yeah. And like people will ask me for like videos of me like going to the bathroom and I'm like, pee is one thing. Poop is a whole nother story. You're yeah. not going to catch a video of me doing that on the internet. And I still get asked, people ask me for fart videos at least once a month. And I'm like, how do you think I'm going to like make this happen? Like go to Taco Bell and then like film a video for you? Like, <laughs> I'm just so paranoid. Like I won't even do like an anal video with Josh because I'm like, I'm going to poop on you and everyone's going to see. And I cannot handle that. So yeah, it's really fucking weird. Um, and I had one of my friends... She's like, hey, can I ask you about how you price your videos? I'm like, sure, what's your question? She's like, how much would you sell a video of you shitting for? And I'm like, well, I don't do that, and I don't condone you doing that either, but, I mean, make your money, I guess. You should have totally blew her away and be like, oh, those? Oh, yeah, those are $7. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just like is this real life right now? Like, I wonder if it's one of the guys that asked me and then they just are like, oh, on to the next one, go and ask her. Oh, I'm sure it is. The fact that she, like, seriously considered it, I was like, I don't know if I can ever look at you the same. (laughs) Love her, very cool girl, but damn, you are very open. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah, so that's where I cross the line. Like, haha, cute video, like, peeing your pants in the woods. Like, that's all fine, but... Once it gets to, like, puke, people are like, can you make me a video when you're on your period? I'm like, that's fucking weird. Like, no. Why would you want to watch that? I don't know. What? Strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't really have a follow-up for that. No, yeah, uh, speechless, <laughs> really. Very speechless. Yeah, what? No. So I would much rather do, like, the stepsister and, like, the fucking sending my underwear in the mail and doing like normal weird stuff than like scat videos and like puke videos and stuff like that. Like how do you find out you're into that? Good question. You're at a party and someone vomits you're like oh shit. That's so hot. (laughs) Wish that was on me. Oh my god that was fucking amazing. Ew. I I hope he throws up. He threw up again. Oh my god. Have you do you know people have a yawning fetish? 
When you go on many vids, there's videos of people yawning, like girls yawning. Really? Yes. I think it's because people have like a mouth fetish. So oh, like okay. yawning I makes can't. your mouth bigger. They're like, eat me or something. Yeah. I mean, yawning is like the least sexy thing a mouth does, but okay. <laughs> let's get a, let's get a good laugh out of like the most popular uh, genres in amateur porn really quick. Because okay. Because I think it might be funny. Um, many vids on their main page, they will have the top 10. The top 10 amateur. Searches, like what Amateur categories. Okay. Searching for. Let me go to the desktop. Let's uh, go one at a time so we can get honest reactions. <laughs> let's see. Vids. Sorry, you might have to edit out the part where I'm like looking for it. No, I don't care. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to go to the. Do you have a laptop right there? Uh, I do, but I don't want to mess okay. with it right now, just That's because. Fine. That's fine. I'm trying to just figure out how to go to. And the other laptop is my work one, and I don't think I should use that. No, definitely not. <laughs> Here, let me just try to do like mini vids. So this is the 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 amateur requested the top amateur requested like types or genres of porn videos. Like it's pretty much the so we've top already covered searches. We've already covered Beatles periods and yawning. <laughs> so I'm not really sure how how worse the, how much worse that can get. So I can't pull it up because it's my stupid phone. But it's okay. So usually what's there will be like mommy, and. Like diapers and farts and I don't get the farts. I don't get the farts. I don't get the. Farts. I don't understand that. I, I don't. I don't get that. I don't. And I'm not. Too far. I'm not. Too far. I'm not trying to bag anyone's kink. Hey, you. You are what you are. You dig what you dig. I just don't know how you got there, because I feel like before someone farted, you may have seen a breast, and those are awesome. Right, better than farts. <laughs> you know, they're really great. Better, way better than farts. <laughs> or like a butt, and you're like, wow, what an awesome butt. I hope it farts. Like, oh it's gosh. like, I just don't, I don't know. But again, hey, whatever. Hey, to each his own, I guess. People get their weird little fixations. Yeah. And whatever, that's fine. Like, my weird thing is like, when I go to buy porn, I usually end up buying a video of like a girl that looks like me. Whatever, that's you. That's what I always go for. Some guys always go for a fart video to each their own. Whatever. <laughs> I love that you're super into yourself. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like... How close? You just... Like, dark hair has to have tats? Like, how close to you does it have to be? I like petite, dark-haired, tattooed girls. Yes. <laughs> and I just so happen to also look like that, which kind of sucks, but whatever. When I meet, when I make friends and stuff that are, like, my type, I'm always like, ooh, do I want to be your friend or do I just have a big crush on you right now? <laughs> <sighs> Being bisexual is hard. Well, we're... Fuck, you bring up the bisexual an hour and a half into this. Uh, we could have really got into that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it's kind of like a thing that I just do with work, obviously. Like, I'll do webcam shows with other girls or I'll do a photo shoot with other girls. But I also am just, like, really bi-curious and it's like... I want to do, I want to make more girl-on-girl -girl content. That's my goal by the end of this year. So hopefully that works well, out. Well, I very much support your goal. <laughs> uh, Most people do. <laughs> <laughs> so where can everyone find your stuff? So you can find my stuff on either Instagram.com, my username's HellcatNats, or on Pornhub, my username's Natasha Gray. Okay. 
Nice and easy. And your only, or, well, your OnlyFans is, where can they find that if they want My to? My OnlyFans is also Natasha Gray. Okay, Natasha Gray. Yes. Okay. Natasha Gray everything. Okay, great. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. This was, it was interesting for uh, for a lot of, you're doing a lot of things and it's, it's for someone so young, um, because again, like the, the the things that you think about as at your age is impressive to me. Thank you. Because I, I think that again, a lot of people, and that's not a lot of people your age now. That I think that's a lot of people at your age in general. Just they're just still trying to. And I'm not saying that you have everything figured out, but people at your age have much less figured out than what you do right now. Um, congrats on the studio. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, I you're hope so your Instagram kind. does not get deleted again. <laughs> Yours too. Please don't get deleted again. Yeah, I know the world would be crushed <laughs> if they can't see pictures of my dog. Um, but you know, I, I really do appreciate you taking the time. I know it's a bit of a hike coming from the falls. I've done oh. that drive so many times. So, uh, but I'm glad you got to see your old stomping grounds too. Yes, it was totally great coming up here and thank you for letting me open up that was awesome no of course you know like the we always kind of do the long form interviews you know i, I like I, I listen to podcasts where it's like 20 or 30 minutes i just don't think that you can i don't think you can get to know somebody an hour and a half but it certainly helps more than 20 minutes i agree so it's it, it's cool i'm glad that you're doing well i'm glad you seem to be happy congrats on your engagement thank you you guys have a date yet so here's what I decided. Instead of wasting a bunch of money on a venue. You're already 100% on track. Go ahead. <laughs> Our plan is to buy a house that has enough land or at least a big enough backyard to get married there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. I would rather spend like five grand building a pond and like a gazebo than like five grand for a place for a night. We, When we got married... We had a very similar, I think, I, I remember where it was. We sat down at uh, Melissa's Cafe. We were having breakfast. And we started talking about, like, a list and this. And we're, I think both of us equally got tired in 10 minutes. And, like, we ended up just going to New York, getting married in the courthouse. We're like, look, we're going to try to buy a house and spend the money on that. Exactly. And that's what we did. Yes. So you're already on the right track. I'm so excited to get the invite. Yes. <laughs> yes. It'll, it'll be in my backyard I feel like your wedding tacos. would be fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, I gotta have a stripper pole somewhere. You know it. All right. That would be really well, again, awesome. thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. This was this was a lot of fun. It was really cool meeting you. Yeah, you made my day. Thank you guys. Oh, good. Thank you.